336 B.C. Daniel wrote the Old Testament book that bears his name while in captivity in Babylon, sometime between 605 and 530 B.C. It is truly an amazing book, for by God's mighty hand, Daniel was given prophetic visions of every major world power that would rise and fall until Christ would set up his kingdom rule here on earth. In Daniel 11, he predicted the fall of the Persian Empire and the rise of Alexander the Great, who led the Greek conquest of the known world while spreading the influence of the Greek Hellenistic culture and language. Daniel's prediction was written and delivered approximately 300 years before Alexander was even born. What other book can claim such credibility? None. The claims of all other major religions and sects fall short using this prophetic test. Not one of their writings has the power of accurately and completely fulfilled predictions 100% of the time. The Bible stands alone as a unique book. Indeed, God's book. Let's look at the story of Alexander the Great and see the mighty hand of God at work. Alexander the Great ruled from 336 to 323 B.C. At that time, near the end of the Old Testament era, Greece had risen to the status of a world power. The Greeks exerted great influence on the Jewish people, particularly during the period between the Old and New Testaments. Greek culture also paved the way for the expansion of Christianity in the first century A.D. Under the leadership of this great military conqueror, the influence of the Greek Empire was extended throughout Asia Minor to Egypt and the borders of India. Alexander's conquests and his passion to spread Greek culture contributed to the advancement of Greek ideas throughout the ancient world. This adoption of Greek ideas by the rest of the world was known as Hellenism. So thoroughly did Greek ideas penetrate the other nations that the Greek language became the dominant language of the ancient world. God used the Greek language to spread his word far and wide. The Septuagint, a Greek translation of the Old Testament, was commissioned to be copied and circulated by ruler Ptolemy II during the 3rd century BC. This enabled a widely dispersed population to have access to part of God's Word in the new common language. Since Greek was the universal language due to the influence of Alexander the Great, the Apostle Paul could communicate easily with the various nations and provinces he visited during his missionary journeys. Paul visited such major cities as Philippi, Thessalonica, Athens, and Corinth, all of which retained distinct Greek cultural ideas, although they were ruled by the Romans in Paul's time. He showed a deep understanding of Greek thought and was able to communicate the gospel so the Greek mind could understand deep spiritual matters. In the Old Testament, Greece is referred to as Javan. In the New Testament, the word Greeks refers to all people who have been influenced by Greek culture and who are not Jews. The term Grecians refers to Greek-speaking Jews who lived in areas outside Palestine. Converts to Christianity included people from both these groups. 
What is truly awe-inspiring about God is his ability to raise up people, even unbelievers, to accomplish his divine purpose. In the New Testament book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 4, Paul refers to God sending his Son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us in the fullness of time. God was able to turn Alexander the Great's exploits to Hellenize the world into a much greater eternal influence to convert multitudes among all races by using the simple tool of the Greek language, which also came onto the scene just when God wanted it to, in the fullness of time. Acts chapter 17 verses 24 through 28 says, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed any thing, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath